not what you supply, not what you solve, not what you provide, but what you look like. So far too many times we pay attention to that. I didn't realize it at the time, but I did know I was a big, ugly biker. And so I knew that I had that going against me. So the way to get over it was to focus on what I bring to the party. Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join host Bryn Tillman as she brings you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Here is your host, Bryn Tillman. Welcome back to Making Sales Social. I'm excited because we are here with Steve D. Sims, the real life Wizard of Oz, especially in the business building world. Steve helps us build and leverage our relationships for maximum impact. And we know that social selling really comes down to those relationships. So I really deeply am excited to learn from Steve about how to build those relationships so that we can grow our business. Welcome to the show, Steve. It's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you for having me. I can't wait. Before the show started, you started sharing all these things that you've done, and I can't wait for the <laughs> listeners to learn about that. But before we jump into that, we ask all of our guests one question, which is, what does making sales social mean to you? Wow. Um, transparency, clarity, and being impossible to misunderstand. That's a new one. And I love that because- if we Do I get a prize? You, yeah, we win. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you could kind of like an onion kind of pull back so many layers on that. But all day long, you could get lots of engagement. But if no one knows how you can help them, no one's going to hire you. Yep. That's great. Oh, I'm so excited about this interview. Woohoo. So um, why don't you share before we dive into some of your tactics, which I think are going to blow the listener's mind. Share a little bit about you and some of the incredible experiences that you've had that have impacted people we all know. Wow. Um, well, I was born a, uh, a bricklayer in London. Um, I was you were bricklaying at birth? Yeah, I think so. My whole mum and dad were. Um, I was born into a bricklaying firm uh, and family. So bottom line of it is, I never knew what other options there were for me other than the fact that I had no money. My family didn't have any money. My uncle didn't have any money. So I just thought, is this it? I went out to try and find rich people because bearing in mind, I'm a little bit older than 21. So I didn't have the internet to show me how inadequate my life was. Um, and I didn't have videos. I didn't have podcasts like this. So I wanted to have conversations with rich people. So how did I have those conversations? I had to bring something the rich people wanted. Quite simply, I wanted to make them more interesting. So I started getting them into parties, getting them into clubs, getting them into galas, getting them into premieres. And it just grew. And it went from getting them into a movie premiere to getting them into a Formula One racing car to getting them a guitar lesson by ZZ Top, walking the white carpet with Sir Elton John at his Oscar party. And as we mentioned earlier, I had a couple that wanted to get married in the Vatican by the Pope. Uh, played drums with Guns N' Roses, not the same couple, but I became the Make-A-Wish Foundation for people with really big checkbooks 
And as I always used to say, I can make your next cocktail story more interesting. And that's what I did for 25 plus years and wrote a book on it about five years ago called Blue Fishing. Kind of took off. And now I literally just roll around the planet teaching, training and speaking on how you can do these things. I love that. I know Entrepreneur Magazine labeled you as the real life Wizard of Oz, which is how we open this up. And it's because you know how to develop reputation, uh, uh, develop a reputation or because you have developed reputation for making the impossible possible. And it sounds like you've done this for so many years. And um, uh, one gentleman said, if you can dream it, Steve Sims is the guy to make it happen. So I love that. So if you could share with our audience of primarily B2B business developers, people that are selling into either businesses or some are even selling in like financial services into consumers and they have big dreams, you know, what are some, what's some of the advice that you'd give them or, you know, how do you build these relationships and create this magic? Wow. So there's a few questions in there. How do I create the relationship? Far too much today, especially with the word that you used right at the beginning, social and social networks and the visualization of a person that we consume before we actually meet them. Far too much of today's world is based on what you look like. Not what you supply, not what you solve, not what you provide, but what you look like. So far too many times we pay attention to that. I didn't realize it at the time, but I did know I was a big, ugly biker. And so I knew that I had that going against me. So the way to get over it was to focus on what I bring to the party. So in building up any kind of relationship, and I'm going to play this game with you, and I challenge everyone. This is your first tactic. Try this with your team. Try this with your people, okay? Or try this just on friends. This is the game, all right? So all right, I'm ready. I'm having a barbecue this Saturday night, and I say, hey, I'd love you to come along. You're in the area, and you say, yes, I'm going to come to your barbecue party. What is the first question you ask me? What can I bring? Now, do you know, here's, here was a problem when I started that game, because I know women always, I don't know why, and if you want to yell at me about being sexist or something later, knock yourself out. Women always get it right. Men always get it wrong. Men always ask, where's it going to be? Who's going to be there? What should I wear? Who else is going to be there? Can I bring a friend? Ladies, the first question that's ever asked is, what can I bring? Now, take that example and think of a relationship as a party that you're trying to enter. What can you bring to the relationship? What can you bring to the party? So every time I see someone, and this can be the head of a company that you're trying to infiltrate. It could be, I don't know, someone in the PTA. It could be your next door neighbor. What can I bring into that conversation that would bring value to you, that would have you compelled to keep me in the conversation, and more importantly, in your world? So I would literally look at clients and I go, okay, what have you got? You've got this, you've got this, you've got this. Eh, you haven't got that. So I would always look for the chink in the armor of what they've got uh, or what they haven't got. And I would show up going, hey, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to the introduction in a second. I've noticed you're working. I've got an idea. Would this be a benefit to you? Straight away hitting with a value. 
And that's how you build up relationships. Not on what you look like, not on what you sound like, but what value you bring to the party each and every time. I love that. We always say, what are the gaps? But I like, you know, either the 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 chink in the armor or the um the concept ultimately is when you can find the need, if you have insights and value to bring to the party, you get invited a lot more. Yeah, absolutely do. And you do that by listening and looking and not talking. So whenever you see someone, you actually just focus on, okay, what am I hearing from that social aspect? And social, I know you've probably done this already, but I run a media company. So we have a breakdown. We look at the website. That's your trophy chest. That's where you look perfect. That's where the best pictures that I've got pictures up there where even I look good on my website. But then when you go to social, hey, that's real life. People believe whether or not you fabricate it or not, that your website is your your trophy chest banner of how glorious you are as seen on ABC. I've done this. I've won this award. Blah, blah, blah. Your trophy chest. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Social, that's where you show that you love little dogs walking down the street, you know, um, holding your wife's hand on the beach. That's where you show your real life, what you're really interested in. So watch that. Look at that. Pay attention to that and then see how you can bring something to the people that they're already in love with. That's great insight. I think that's that's awesome. So, I, you know, we call it social listening, right? So yes. if you're out there, you know, what are you doing to hear the triggers what are some of the things you look for um, when it comes to, uh, I, you know, doing that discovery, essentially? Well, the beautiful thing is we're all walking around and we're probably not, anyone listening to this is probably not more than a couple of feet away from this thing, a phone. Mm-hmm. There's more information on this phone than NASA had in the 80s. Right. And so what I do is if I want to meet you, okay, I will Google you, Okay. And then what I'll do is I'll straight away go to the images. The images will pick up on not only images from your website, but press, but also from your social. I'll get a bigger dynamic spread of what you look like, who you're interacting, where you're showing up from an images search than I will from a text search. Mm. Okay. And I'll look at that. And let's just say, for argument's sake, I see you rolling around a question. Every picture I see you with horses, I know you like a question. I can do a little bit more digging to find out how much of your passion is within the equestrian sport. And I can turn up to help that. I can go, hey, and this is an important fact. This tactic number two, as they say, whenever you meet someone, I want you to do this. Okay. Two things. Hold your head up and your shoulders up. That sounds dumb and daft. But if you ever watch the Oscars, if you ever watch someone like Richard, and I've I've seen it firsthand so many times. I've been with Richard Branson, Elon Musk. When someone comes up to meet them, they put their hand out to shake their hand, and then they automatically, subconsciously, they bow. 
Mm. They lower the head. If you really want to see this, watch the Oscars when people are calling from the side and people step over to get an autograph. They are they offer them the thing and they bow. Now, I don't know how many centuries ago we stopped doing that, but subconsciously we bow to people that we think are greater than us. If you're going to commence in a relationship, why start the relationship by putting them on a pedestal? Does not make sense. You can't reach someone if the first thing you do is distance yourself from them. Mm. Okay? So the first thing you do is whoever you're going to meet, head up, shoulders back, straight on. And then you do this. Hey, how you doing? My name's Steve Sims. You don't know me. And I paused there for that reason. How many times, Brian, have people listened to your show, come up to you in the street, I'm going, oh, I really love that. And they start conversing with you. Mm-hmm. And you're stood there going, who the hell is this person? Mm-hmm. Are they a friend of a friend? Did I meet him at a party? Do I know? And it puts you in a bad position, doesn't it? But how about if they came up to you and they went, hey, I love your show. You don't know me. I'm just a great fan. I really like that episode you did with Steve Sims. By them turning around and saying, you don't know, you can now relax. Mm-hmm. So stand up right confront the person and say, hey, my name's Steve Sims. You don't know me, but I did notice you were working on X, Y, Z. I saw you an equestrian fan. I saw you working on a podcast. I love the distribution with your podcast. Would getting into a wider audience be a benefit to you? Hey, would getting backstage at a Kentucky, not backstage, but getting into the stables at the Kentucky Derby, would that be of excitement to you? Bring something to the party that they go, oh, that would be, what do I need to do for me to get that? That's what they're thinking in their head. So that's how you do it. First of all, stand up. Secondly, tell the person, you don't know me. And then straight away, what can I bring to the party? What can I bring to the value of this conversation and this relationship? So I I love the authenticity of you don't know me too. And I understand what we're doing is we're making that person feel comfortable that they're not supposed to know. And I will just share with you one of the things that we do on LinkedIn that fits perfectly in what you're talking about is if we, you know, we take inventory of our existing connections to see who have we been ignoring that we want to re-engage and how do we do that? So we will look under their contact information at the date we connected and we will reach out saying, Hey, Steve, Not sure if you recall, we connected on LinkedIn back in December of 2017, and we haven't really talked since, but I wanted to reach out because of X, Y, and Z. When we do that, we're, first of all, giving them permission to not remember us. Yep. Right? Like you have permission. I'm not sure if you recall, but... But the other thing we're doing, and and you talked about, the other thing we're doing is we're making them feel so honored that you remember that you connected back in December of 2017. Even though you did the research to find that out, they don't know that. All they know is that you remember being connected to them five years ago. So I love that. And that falls right into what we teach around how to re-engage people that you've been ignoring. Perfect. Well played. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So. This has been great. I we have really pulled out some gems from you today. <laughs> well, first thing, if you know, if if someone came up to you and said, "Steve, I listen to you. You're on so many podcasts. You bring so much value. If there's one thing that I should change what I'm doing, what would that one thing be?" Wow, 
And they were asking me what they should change. What they should change. So what's the first question you'd ask them? Uh, how do you show up? And is it you? I want to know, is the person really good at marketing or are they really good at marketing themselves? Far too many times you show up as a different person as to who you are. And boy, that's got to get tiring sooner or later. So mm. we're all imperfect. We all go to the toilet. We all have bad days. Start showing up as yourself and showing people the solution to you know, what you actually bring and have people that have that problem want you in their world. Uh, I'm going to say something that I shouldn't say, but my mother used to always say, and it's not, she said, even the Queen of England gets diarrhea every once in a while. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Royal diarrhea, but yes, it's still right. diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know. I just always remember, like, if you, you know, anyway, that's just, just one of her crazy things. But so this was great. Show up, be authentic, show up as yourself. We say this Every over and time. over. If you're not showing up with your voice online, it'll never convert offline because they're showing up for the person they read about, that they learned, that they saw in that video. So yeah. it's got to be a consistent voice. So I love that you're saying this. This is so great. How can people get in touch with you and how do they get your new book? So thank you very much. I just happen to have it here because I did a podcast earlier on it. The new book is called Go for Stupid comes out on October the 18th. Um, you'll be able to find it on Amazon then. Go for Stupid by me, Steve D. Sims. But you can just visit Steve D. Sims anywhere. I don't care where you where you consume your media. SteveDSims.com, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm Steve D. Sims absolutely everywhere. D for dashing and only one M in Sims, Steve D. Sims. I love it. So give us a one-line takeaway from Go for Stupid. Like what are uh, we going to get? You are going to get way more tactics. You are going to get a lot of interaction from people that I, I'm able to call friends. Quotes from Elon Musk, Elton John, people like that. Basically getting you out of the way of yourself and stop worrying about everybody else's cynicism. And more importantly, everyone else's laughter. We're in a gotcha society where we're actually not frightened of trying something and failing. We're actually frightened of trying something, failing, and having to see someone see us and laugh at us. You imagine what you could do if you had no fear of someone laughing at you. And this book is going to help you reveal it and give you tactics on how to set ridiculous goals and to go for stupid and then actually achieve them. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Thank you so much, Steve D. Sims, for being a wonderful guest, offering such great insights. Good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Terrific. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. And everybody, when you are to listeners, when you are out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors bringing you marketing, sales training and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.